0: So 100 million people have been vaccinated, 330 million people in the country, good. I don't know why it's so important that Joe Biden gets credit for this as opposed to good on Donald Trump for getting Operation Warp Speed set up, good on the administration for continuing that movement to ensure that Americans are taken care of. We don't play those games. Meaning we don't discuss things in an honest way. We only play the games. So you have the Biden people saying that the Trump people are guilty and look what Joe Biden has done. Exceeded all the expectations and then some. I'm not interested in their gameplay. I'm interested in the fact that people who wanted to get vaccinated got vaccinated. I'll tell you, I was in Florida for a few days. And you speak to some people. I spoke to some people working in some places and they're like, COVID, what COVID? COVID. Like, like it's, it's, it's not there. And it's true. People are, they, they are unworried. Old and young. I mean, I saw some people outdoors on a beach wearing a mask. And I simply, you know, kind of laughed out loud. And in my head, I was saying to myself, You're a phony. Hey, this guy's a great big phony. But it's not for me. Right? If they want to wear a mask outdoors, go right ahead. You want to be on an airplane and be double-masked? I don't know how you breathe, but sure, live your life. Go. Who am I? Who am I to decide this for you? But all over Florida, people unmasked and happy, smiling and eating and, uh, and walking the beach and having a cigar. And uh, at moments, it was me doing all three. Tony Katz, so good to be with you on Tony Katz Today. 833-GOT-TONY, 833-468-8669, Facebook, Tony Katz Radio, find everything at TonyKatz.com. But 100 million people, that's fine. Let people who want to get vaccinated get vaccinated. Let us not be people who try and scare people and saying, oh, you can't use this vaccine or, and, and not that one. I'm telling you right now, when my time comes and I decide, hey, I'm getting vaccinated, it'll be Johnson & Johnson. That's the vaccine that I'm going to, to do. One shot and done. Simple, easy, and finished. I am not anti-vax. I just don't feel a rush. I don't. I, 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 I do this show every day. We talk about this stuff all the time. We've all been through the data. And everything says to me, don't be crazy. Have I met doctors who I know, like, and trust who will tell me that they've seen some increases in cases? This was a couple of weeks ago right they've seen some increases in in cases and they said it would have been better if they had had the vaccine if things would not have been so uh, treacherous for them if they had had the vaccine so in and of itself a reason to get the vaccine not so much you'll avoid getting COVID, but you'll be able to maybe deal with it better and have less uh, ramifications from it but i still don't find myself in a sense of of panic or a place of panic I We understood. I, sh- I say I, but it wasn't just me, so so forgive me. I'm not trying to say oh, I had this secret knowledge that you didn't have. And, and let me say for the record, I don't think there are any radio hosts that had secret knowledge that somebody else didn't have. If we were honestly discussing the, 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 the data and taking a look at what was happening, we ended up saying a couple of the same things. And one of those things is... You're going to show me a death rate from COVID, which you no longer have on your television screens 24-7, 365, right? It's no longer, oh, look at the uptick, look at the uptick, look at the uptick. Now that it's, what, now that it's uh, um, Joe Biden, we've all all gotten tired of that? Is is that that where where we're at now? Is that what we're dealing with? That certainly sounds like that's what we're dealing with. But we took a look at that data from the beginning, you and me together. We said, whoa, 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 whoa. What in the world are we looking at here because we are not breaking out comorbidities. People who had serious weight issues, people who had hypertension, other health issues that COVID simply exacerbated. How many people healthy Died of COVID, a number we still do not have the answer for. And we desperately need. What we always needed was an honest look at the situation. And one of the to our shame, one of the worst things that happened to Americans, we didn't get it. There was a lot of talk, you'll remember, uh, and Donald Trump was on uh, on audio, and I, I don't want to scare the American people. Well, I don't think an honest conversation scares the American people. Right? But when you say, like he said, I'd like to have things open by Easter, and they couldn't be. Oh, remember when he was going to open everything by Easter? It's because he didn't listen to the science. Of course he was, and he simply said, I'd love to be open by Easter. Wouldn't it have been better if we were all open in Easter of 2020? instead of having gone through this nonsense? And to the other side, the people who told you you had to be in lockdown, they lied every way. I only hope governors who did lockdowns realized that they were wrong. That it was a failed way to do things. You cannot save society by stopping society, right? Doesn't work like that. No, people cannot last. No, it is not the American way. And that Americans did not in droves engage the fight blows my mind. But it could have been, they didn't actually know what they were looking at and they needed to figure it out. And it certainly was not aided and abetted by people who wanted to have the conversation honestly. Because if we were having the conversation honestly, we would be looking at those comorbidities and saying to ourselves, a lot less people died of COVID than we believe. That doesn't mean that COVID isn't legit. Now, this takes us to the American Federation of Teachers, or as they like to view themselves, mafia light. I mean, they, they got a vision of themselves, people. They, they ain't afraid to get a little bit tough with you. It turns out the American Federation of Teachers, these are the kind of people who say things like say no to vouchers, say yes to public schools. What they're saying is don't allow people, parents, to decide where to send their child. Only send them to the places where union teachers make money. They don't care about students. They don't care about students' growth. They don't care uh, about parents at all. As a matter of fact, parents should sit down, shut the blank up, and be told what to do. Don't have an opinion. You're not an expert. We're the educators. We're experts. Randy Weingarten was trying to pressure the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, in regards to when and how uh, teachers should come back uh, to teaching in the classroom. This from the New York Post, emails that were obtained, thank you again for Friday's rich discussion on forthcoming CDC guidance and for your openness to the suggestions made by our president Randy Weingarten and the AFT, the uh, American Federation of Teachers. They described the teachers union as the CDC's thought partner. I don't want Randy Weingarten near anything. She's not a doctor. What does she know of science? And why is she putting her thumb on the science scale? Remember, it was Donald Trump who was, who was uh, muzzling Dr. Fauci and Dr. Birx, which of course never happened, but that's what we were told. And here you have some teachers union nobody. Oh, she might be a big mocker within the teachers union, of course, but who is she uh, to, to us? Who is she to we the people? Right? We didn't vote for her. We don't even like her. She doesn't know how to run an education system. Take a look at how poorly things are done. You think we actually care about her? (laughs) And she's now going to tell the CDC how to do things and apply pressure to the CDC? Throw her out on her you-know-what. throw her out of what value is she she is going to decide for you whether or not your kid gets to go back to school not science what's in her union's best interest to get paid for doing the minimum amount of work and for teachers who want to get mad at me don't look at me kids You look at your union, or at least at her, and be like, what the bloody hell? The disaster, the awful, this woman is. Me, I'm always on the side of parents, right? Parents are what's important in the education process. Parents matter. Parents deciding for their children, that's what matters. This is what is most important. How could it be anything but... As as the same way that what we need is data to really know how many people died of COVID specifically versus had other serious issues in COVID exacerbated those issues. We need to be remembering that when we talk about education, we have to be asking ourselves what it is that our kids need and what it is that parents need regarding what their kids need. The idea that we should simply hand over our children uh, to uh, teachers and say, well, they're the experts, because they, we know our kids better, that's our job. That's our job and we should be very, very focused on doing our job and not leaving it up to teachers unions. Teachers unions, by the way, who think that they can influence doctors and in science. That's pure, raw, unadulterated evil right there. Yeah, I'm going to side with the parents every single day and twice on Sunday. I'm Tony Katz. This happens every spring with me. I get the spring fevers and I'm like, I got to buy a car. And this year, I actually do have to buy one, and then I get a bit of paralysis, and then people send me, well, here, you should get this, you should get that, here's what I just bought, and then I'm like, ooh, that looks good, oh, I should get that, and then the next thing you know, I need to be medicated. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. I've been talking about the Ford Thunderbird, the, not, not, the, not the original one, I'm talking about like when they redid it in like 2002, 2003. I love the look. Love it. But I've heard that it's just not reliable. That's what I've heard. If you've heard different, you got to let me know. Twitter, Tony Katz. Parlor, Tony Katz. Instagram, Tony Katz. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. Uh, you can you can email me, Tony at TonyKatz.com. That's what I've heard. But I, I love the look of it. This all started because I want a 1966 Lincoln Continental with suicide doors convertible. That's, that, that's what I want. And so now people are sending me things. I've been getting things all week. I mean, you should try this. You should look at that. The guy who does the cigar and bourbon show with me, Eat, Drink, Smoke, Fingers Molloy, uh, he drives an SSR. And so someone sent me, just sent me an SSR. Do you know what the SSR is, Producer Ari? No, describe it. So Chevy, wow, what do you, What happened to you? What? You had a good weekend. You're, you, you're all vaccinated up. You should be happy. I, I just asked you to describe it. I don't know what it is. You just sounded angry and bitter. Oh, I was worried I, well, about you. I'm sorry. It is. It's from Chevy. It's a pickup, but it's a two seater. That's also a convertible. It's a convertible pickup two seater. Hard top. All right. Cool. It's very cool. It's outrageously cool. Uh, and I I would I would do that. That's the kind of nonsense. Absolute nonsense. I'm 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 looking for. I'm also taking a look at this weather that's coming across the plains. I don't know if you're watching it where where you are. We we play uh we we reach a lot of Midwest people. This the, people are warning. I mean, that, where where I am in Indiana, there was a conversation of, "Look, we're, we're not we're not anticipating." Uh you know tornadoes, but it's possible. So this whole thing moved out. There's this whole thing that's been moving across uh, the the plains. I think I think it just finished up moving across Nebraska and uh, o- Omaha is now heading its way uh, uh, through Illinois and through Indiana. And there's like there's a bit of there's a I'm not gonna say there's a serious concern. But there's one thing when they say, yeah, rain's coming. And then when they say, yeah, rain's coming and it's going to have some winds. And so you may want to, you know, uh, put some make sure some things are out of the yard. It's like, OK. Right. They get their graduated levels of what that is. Uh, so you you live in you live in uh, at least uh, in the Hoosier state. You may want to you may want to take a take a look, keep an eye out for what's coming. Meanwhile, David Hogg is a dope. And this is not a story about David Hogg, one of the high-profile students from Parkland. This is a story of what happens when institutions decide to bring lift to those who have not earned it. This is what happens when you say of people, you deserve special treatment. David Hogg has been ruined by Harvard. And I would love to see his transcripts. Because I, based on how he engages things in the social media sphere, could not believe for a second he's a good student. Although it's Harvard. And the key thing about Harvard you need to understand is not that the work is difficult at Harvard. The difficult work is getting into Harvard. Maybe I cannot say to people, maybe I would have no way of saying uh, that Harvard has ruined him because Harvard is going to coddle him because he's so important. Remember why he's important. His parents allowed him to be used by every news organization out there to attack the Second Amendment and lawful gun owners. And now he uses his platform to attack quite literally anything else. David Hogg tweets, that guy with $100 billion got there by working hard and lifting himself up by the bootstraps. You can do if you work hard enough. And then he says, making the federal minimum wage $7.25 an hour, it would take you working 24-7 for 1,574,555.1 years to make that much. Can't we just say that David Hogg is not a bright guy? You don't make a hundred billion dollars, says David Hogg, by working hard. You make it through ridiculously undertaxed compound interest and tax breaks for Wall Street and not Main Street at the cost of your workers. See, I'm wrong. He's gonna get straight A's at Harvard. Why? He's already a revolutionary. Look at him quoting Karl Marx and Engels like it's his job. Look at my little baby socialist. Yes you are, my little baby socialist. This is why he couldn't run a pillow company. That involved business. Why in the world would you have to engage in real business, in real understanding of economics when you just say things like this, build up your reputation capital and then get a job spouting the same nonsense after you have your Harvard degree so they can say Harvard graduate David Hogg as if somehow that shields you from the evil that you are, and that you instill, and that you spew. Let's talk taxes, though. Dr. Matt Will teaches finance at the University of Indianapolis. He's up next. This is Tony Katz Today. I think it's time to let go. all right i'm putting it out there that governor andrew cuomo is having a psychotic break all right maybe that's a little too harsh maybe i'm getting into a level of specificity that's simply rude how about this andrew cuomo the governor of new york is feeling the heat because of his failures and oh by the way he really does have a thing for touching the staff and he's starting to crack is that better That might be better. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. This is Andrew Cuomo. It's a conversation about what's going on with the subway system in New York. Now, by the way, the subway system in New York is dangerous. When I used to visit New York, remember, I was born in Brooklyn, and I grew up in Jersey, and you'd visit New York a bit. Those trips were drive-in trips with my parents. We'd go see my grandmother. That was Brooklyn. When I would go into the city, go into Manhattan, I took the train from from New Jersey when I was going from place to place. I was usually a taxi guy anyway, but I would never hesitate to take the subway. That was then. I wouldn't do it now. And then was, sorry, at that time when I say then, that was the Giuliani New York. The David Dinkins New York? Not a chance, not a shot. Wait, what's wrong with it now? What changed? What's happened is that they don't actually take care of the subways. They don't have cops on every subway car. They don't arrest people. You've got violence, you've got attacks, you've got graffiti, you've got public urination. You've got worse than that happening all over the place. And people are like, this is disgusting and this is frightening and this is scary and this is dangerous. So this conversation's going on and what does Andrew Cuomo say? Andrew Cuomo says, hey, I'm a New Yorker. I'm tough. By the way, that's my, that's my, I often do accents, but that's my official uh, uh, scumbag New Yorker voice. Right? I, I don't have an accent at all that I know of. <laughs> See, that's just it. You think I have an accent? Yes. Oh, you don't, you don't know no people. See, that's your problem. You don't know nobody. If you knew a couple people, you'd be like, oh, that cats, you don't sound like nothing. He don't even sound like he's from no place right? That's an accent. You see the difference? And this is Cuomo letting you know. He wants you to know he's a tough guy. You tell me if this sounds like somebody who is hinged. I relate to it because, as you know, I am a New Yorker, born and bred. I am smart. Uh, I am New York tough. Don't lie to me. Can we just stop? Ari, can you find me the Fredo clip? Who said it better? Who said it better? Fredo from The Godfather or Andrew Cuomo? We're going to need to set this up. We're going to need to set this up. We're going to need some game show music. The whole... (laughs) Tell me, does he not sound ridiculous? Do you have that, producer Ari? I think so all right you you play it and then i'll play mine send fredo off to do this send fredo off to do that let fredo take care of some mickey mouse nightclub somewhere send fredo to pick somebody up at the airport i can handle things i'm smart not like everybody says like dumb that's fredo and this is andrew cuomo see if you can tell the difference to it because As you know, I am a New Yorker. Born and bred. I am smart. Uh, I am New York tough. Don't lie to me. Oh my, oh my gosh. Yeah. Can we all just revel in this for a minute? You want to bathe in this kind of insanity. Un. Be Le- Ari, I'm going to need you to put that together I, I'll, you, If you need me to send this clip I'll send it to you We need to put that together As a side by side As a matter of fact I'm going to send you the full video clip I'm going to need the video side by side We're going to need that today We're going to need that today You've got work to do Holy cow Tell me Does that sound like a guy who's a governor to you And then they want to tell us That Ron DeSantis is the problem Ron DeSantis is doing great work. I'm going to get into some of the things that he has done regarding critical race theory. And uh, this is uh, this is something all governors should be getting into. All governors should be getting into the idea of preventing critical race theory from being taught. I'm loving how uh, the. the educator class is trying to go about this. Oh, no, 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 we're, we're, we're not teaching the 1619 Project. Oh, no, 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 we're not uh, teaching um, people how to how to hate. No, 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 you don't understand critical race theory. Yes, we do. We see you. And this is why it got defeated uh, in Texas, and this is why you have uh, parents or, near me in central Indiana going nuts on the subject. Oh, and people want to claim oh, it's because you're racist. Oh, it's because you can't handle history. Handling history is just fine. What is being proposed through critical race theory, through anti-racism, through the bigotry in the schools, is far different. And until these people admit what they're doing, there's going to be no rest. No rest. We'll get into all of it. This is Tony Katz today.